I want to thank you for the opportunity to serve today. I want to thank the Archbishop. Thank the pastor. Supporting pastors and bishops. I want to thank the congregation. I want to thank my wife. And I want to thank God. Today I want to talk to you about faith, action and blessings. I want to ask a question today. Has anybody here ever been rescued by God? Just raise your hand if you've been rescued by God. Amen, amen. Amen. God is in the rescuing business. We get into trouble. Circumstances happen. And we cry out to God. Lord, rescue me from this situation. I want to ask you today, what does God have for you? Is God taking you on a journey? Have you been to different places with God? I want you to think about what is the cost of following God. And not only what is the cost, but what are the benefits of following God. You would say that you are a believer. But how far will you allow God to take you? Will you allow God to have his way in your life? I want to answer all of these questions today in this message. Being a believer of Christ requires involvement it requires action and it requires responsibility this is followed by blessings I want to look at three situations today where ordinary people uh, were placed in great danger. Where ordinary people had their faith challenged. And these people are biblical people. And I want to draw some parallels from their experience to our experience. These were people who put their trust in God. And these were people 
who placed God over and above their own situation should we do the same and if we should do the same can we do the same can we place our own situations above sorry can we place God above our own situations sometimes we feel like we're in the fire Sometimes we feel like we're getting burned. And sometimes we cry to God to be rescued. I want to talk about three men today. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. You'll find the story in Daniel chapter 3. I'm not going to read the story today. But I'm going to tell you about the story. These three men were living in Babylon under the rule of a king called Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar set up a golden idol and he told his people to bow down to the idol. And if you do not bow down to the idol, you'll be thrown into the fire. And these three men refused to bow down to the Nebuchadnezzar became very, very angry. He had his people make the fire seven times more. And then he had the men thrown into the fire. Now this is where the story gets very interesting. These three men did not call out for God to rescue them. They refused to bow down to the idol. And so they were thrown into the fire. God did not rescue them from that fire. God joined them in the fire. Amen. Amen. This is the kind of God that we have. When we're having a situation, God joins us in that situation. Even yesterday when I was conducting the workshop, I said when temptation comes, invite God into your temptation. I think it is pretty cool of God um, he met these three men in their time of need I was thinking to myself I wonder what conversation they were having as they were walking around inside the fire we will never know the answer to that question. But surely, 
They were so grateful. And when they came out of the fire, not even one hair on their head was singed. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about serving a God like this. A God that created the heavens and the earth. And a God that can join us in our time of need. We should not um, we should not be we should not be careless in our relationship with God. Because not only did God come into the fire with these three boys, He has also come into your heart. Amen. 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 I think these boys would have had a great testimony. They came out of the fire and Nebuchadnezzar was amazed. He couldn't believe what he'd been seeing. And so now he's banging in his mind, he's making this uh, contrast between the idol that he set up and the God that these boys worshipped. King Nebuchadnezzar made a decree that day that everybody would worship the God of Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego. But I don't think this story is about these three boys. And I don't think this story is about the fire. I think this story is about changing the heart of a nation. This is a story of a nation that repented to paganistic Idolatry. A nation that changed from idol worship to worshipping the one. God used the situation of these boys these boys who refused to bow down to the idol and God used this situation to bring a nation to its knees this is an awesome story and we stand in awe of what happened that day and we also hope that through the word of our testimony that even Kenya would be brought to its knees that even Australia would be brought to its knees and that we would see the power of God rising up through the nations of this earth we might be small in number today 
But God's not concerned with numbers. God is concerned with the passion of the heart. The passion to serve. The desire to serve. Are we prepared to be tested like these boys? Will you go all the way for Jesus? We may not be responsible for the salvation of a nation. But we are responsible for our own salvation. And as I said before, being a believer in Christ requires involvement, requires action, and it requires responsibility. And this will be followed by amazing blessing. I want to talk about another story. You'll also find this story in Daniel. Sorry, Daniel chapter 6. This is the story about Daniel in the lion's den. Again, we see that Daniel was not rescued from that den. But God closed the mouths of those lions. In the morning, the king came back to check on Daniel's progress. The reason Daniel was thrown into the lion's den three times each day Daniel would open his windows that faced Jerusalem and he would pray to God. No matter what, even at the peril of his own life, Daniel continued to pray to God. And he even prayed to God in disobedience to the king's law. And so Daniel had to be thrown, he had to be punished. And thrown into the lion's den. Again, we see that this story is not really about Daniel. But it's about a kingdom coming to worship God. God used this situation of Daniel. A man who refused to stop praying. And this brought a kingdom to its knees. Again, this is a remarkable story. And as we stand in awe of what happened that day, perhaps we hope that that will not happen to us. But we must get to the same place of 
and have that same heart of passion that Daniel had whether we are tested or not this man he had a great passion for God to even go against the king's law to, to pray to God three times each day. We may not be responsible for the salvation of a kingdom. But we are responsible for our own salvation. Being a believer of Christ requires it Three things. Involvement. Action. And responsibility. And this is followed by amazing blessings. I want to talk about another man that had his faith tested. The story of Joseph. Joseph was sold out by his brothers. He was taken to Egypt. And through a series of circumstances, he ended up in jail. You can read this story in Genesis 39. And uh, there are times when God will not keep you out of prison. But like Joseph, he will shower you with favour even when you are inside the prison walls. And like the other two stories, we see that Joseph was not rescued from prison. But the Lord was with Joseph. And the Lord showed Joseph his favour. Even while he remained imprisoned. Joseph was given favour by the prison guard. Joseph was given responsibility to the prisoners. As time went by, God used Joseph. Sorry, God used Joseph to interpret to interpret dreams. And as he interpreted these dreams, 
which was done through the power of God. Joseph was elevated to the position of prime minister. Now, the ultimate outcome of this was Joseph's family coming to live in Egypt and the birth of the nation Israel. Amen. Amen. So you can see in these three stories we've seen a kingdom brought to its knees and we've seen a nation birthed and God did not even rescue those people. He joined with the boys in the fire. He closed the mouths of the Lord. And he and Joseph received favor even when he was inside. So God used this situation with Joseph. And Joseph followed God's direction. Even when he was in jail. And again, this is an awesome story. Because we stand in awe of what happened that day. And although we hope that nothing like that will happen to us, we must get our lives into a similar place. A place of passion with God. A place that whether we are tested or not, that we are happy with what God has for us. I mean, even when the Apostle Paul was locked up in jail, I should say Paul and Silas, they were not worried about being in prison. In fact, they began to sing and praise and worship. See, Paul and Silas had this idea that... Um, Yep, we're back again. Paul and Silas had this idea that it was not about the jail. It was not about imprisonment. But they were where God had placed them. And that's the same with us. It's not about the circumstance we see around us, but it's about the place where God has Let me share my own testimony. Um, 25 years ago, I worked for the Australian Railways. I was a railway worker. That is 
Now my position became um, redundant. And I was given a new job. I joined um, I joined with a group of seven men. And we would go and repair the railway track. I didn't I did not like being with those men. Every day they would swear. Every day they would curse. Every day they'd speak bad about the name of Jesus. I was the only believer there. I did not back down. When I get put against the wall, I come out fighting. One day, one of my working, uh, one of my um, uh, workmates, was cursing the name of Jesus. Maybe fifty or sixty times before lunch. This was upsetting me greatly. I said to him. Do not talk about my Jesus like that. He said, what will you do about it? And I said, I'm not going to do anything But God will do something about it. And he said, what will God do? And I said, God will close your mouth this day. Now, God did not rescue me from that situation. He joined me in the situation. Within four or five minutes, this man was doubled up in pain. On the floor, he couldn't talk. We went to work and fixed the fixed the track. We came back for lunch. He's still in pain. The foreman said, get to work. He said, I can't work, I'm in pain. I've got stomach pain. I've got stomach cramp. I looked at him and said nothing. After lunch we went back to work. It came time to go... Uh, we, we finished the job. We come back to the truck. We're driving home. He's still lying on the floor in pain. Oh, the pain! When we arrived, when we arrived back at the depot, the pain left. He stood up. He was okay. And I said, "See this day." 
God has closed your mouth. Always invite God into your situation. Amen. We may not be responsible for the birth of a nation. But we are responsible for our own rebirth. And being a believer in Christ, we Christ three things. Involvement. Action. And responsibility. And this is followed by awesome blessings. I want to tell you a story about another man. Another man that had his faith tested. There are times there are times when God will not take the cup away from you. But like Jesus he will give you strength to drink from that cup. This story is just the same as the other stories. Jesus was not rescued from the cross. But as he was crucified, God was with him. Through his death and resurrection, we see the opportunity for salvation for every individual that has even been born. Acceptance of Christ is absolutely essential. We must become saved. And we must help others to become saved. There are only two places to spend eternity. Heaven or hell. Nobody wants to go to hell. In all of these situations, these people were calm. The three boys in the furnace were not worried. Their faith in God was strong. When Daniel was in the lion's den, he was not worried. His faith was strong. Um, when Joseph was in jail, he was not worried. His faith was strong. And in my encounter with the um, with the blaspheming worker, I was not worried. Because my faith was strong. Because my faith was strong in those days, now the Lord has led me 
to even greater ministries. And here I am now in Kenya as a missionary. Amen. This can be your story also. Maintain your faithfulness. Make God number one. Put him above all else. And do not back away. We don't need to back away. We don't fight the fight by ourselves. We don't fight the fight in the flesh. We put on the armor. We take the sword. And we stand with Christ. Amen. Jesus followed God's instruction. Even unto death. And again, this is a remarkable story. And we stand in awe of what happened on the cross. And we hope that nothing like that will happen to us. But we must get to a similar place of passion. We must have this passion for God. That same passion that Jesus had. Whether we are tested or not. We may not be responsible for the salvation of mankind. But we are responsible for our own salvation. Being a believer in Christ requires three things. Involvement. Action. And responsibility. And this is followed by awesome blessings. Are you you hearing me today? Amen. 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 There is a place of maturity in Christ. And this place is to be found in the heart of the believer. It doesn't come automatically. But allow God to work in you. Allow God to develop you. And as you go through trials and testing, come out winning. If you sit for the exam and you fail, sit again. Do the study. Pass the test. In all of these examples, We see that when these people who honoured God in their life and they were placed, their life was placed in threatening situations. 
They exercised faith. They exercised trust. And we see that they were joined by God in their situation. And when you are in a situation, maintain the faith. Invite God into your situation. These people exercise great faith and trust. And this faith and trust builds results. In Australia, we sing a song called History Maker. I really like the song. But what the song uh, is about, it's about making history with God. And I want to ask you today. What's your history with God like? What has the journey been like? Is it strong? Is it weak? Do you get lost? Can you find your way? Are you and God together? Are you... Are you um are you living the dream that God has for you? We must put our own selfish dreams and desires aside. No we read in Genesis that says, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. Before the beginning, God had a plan for your life. Amen. 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 Do you think that certain people are born with the ability to have great faith? Do you think faith is a genetic thing that's handed down from your parents? No, it doesn't work that way. The ability to have great faith lies within each one of us. It needs to be flowing free and it needs to be applied. It all comes back to our relationship with Christ. We must have a genuine willingness to serve. We must put God first in every area of our lives. I mean every area. This may not happen overnight. 
But you must work towards this. Allow God to develop you and to nurture you. Perhaps the hardest thing for us to do is to give God the highest priority. By nature and by birth and by upbringing, we're conditioned to look after number one. But we must make God number one. When um, when I was a small child, my mother was my Sunday school teacher. And I remember she taught me something one day about the word joy. J-O-Y. Jesus first. Yes, Others second. And why for yourself last? That's if we follow that example, we will have joy. Always put God first. Make him number one. We can touch the heart of God maybe on a Monday or a Friday or a Sunday. And we can have some really good moments with God. But we need to touch the heart of God every day. Every moment of every day. We need to live the Christian life. It takes hard work. And we've got to put self behind. But you will begin to love this life with Christ. I know people in my church and they pray every day, Oh Lord, um, help me with my finance. Lord, help me with my marriage. Help me in this area and that area. Folks, it's been my experience that when you come fully and completely into Christ, all of these other areas come into line. You don't need to pray for this and that and the other. You stand under an umbrella of blessing. 
Christ goes before me. Ah, yes, and He lights the way. His light shines in me. And his light shines out of me. And we do the work that God has placed on our lives. Amen. Now we've studied some good examples this morning. And we can see that the results have been quite outstanding. And even though these people experience major hardship, they trusted God to the very end. And then the blessings came. But not just the blessing of being saved from their situation. We've seen kingdoms fall. We've even seen salvation come to this world. I want to encourage you today. Do not give up on God. When the tough times come, trust God. We look at these people as heroes of of the faith. And we kind of uphold them. And we see them in high regard. And we see the closeness of relationship that they have. And we have seen what is possible with them. But if it is possible with those people, then it's also possible with us. Make a conscious decision. A decision to grow deeper in Christian maturity. This is an act of the will. A deliberate and conscious choice. Make that choice today. Think and breathe every moment in Christ. Take Christ with you everywhere. And keep the communication lines open. We may not be responsible for a nation. And we may not be responsible for a kingdom to bow down to We may not be responsible for the birth of a nation. And we may not be responsible for the salvation of mankind. 
But we are responsible for our own salvation. And we are responsible to maintain our salvation. And we are responsible for the closeness that we have in Christ. We are responsible for our relationship with God. Remember, being a believer of Christ requires three things. Involvement. Action. And responsibility. And this will be followed by awesome blessings. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you this day. We ask you, Lord, to change our lives. Come into our hearts in a greater capacity. Anoint us, Lord, for works of service. And Lord, even when we go through the hard times, come into our situation. Have supper with us, Lord. Let us be strong in faith. Let us be strong in the power of God. And let us rise up. Let us take the enemy by the throat. And cast down the enemy. And resist the devil and he will flee. And rise up to our positions in Christ. And allow Christ to reign in our mortal bodies. And we would go out. To the corners of the earth. To the far places. And we would help people get their name in the Lamb's book. Give us the passion and the desire to go forth this day in the name and in the power and in the strength of Christ. We pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to a Wattle City Church podcast. If you download the Anchor podcast app and type Wattle City Church into the search engine, you can listen to more and great podcasts from Wattle City Church. Thanks.